Hi everybody, this is Bart Sharp from Becoming Quantum Conscious on United Public Radio and UFO Paranormal Public Radio at the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana, or that's where we're broadcasted out of. Uh, but I am in Austin, Texas, but also the call signs of uh, UPRN and UFO Paranormal Radio Network is 107.7 and 105.3. We're all a little jumble. And once again, I must have missed the 30-second countdown. I don't know what my relationship with the countdown is, but <laughs> it's not working. Uh, we're in beautiful Austin, Texas, as, as myself is, and my guest today, uh, Ricardo Gonzalez. And um, just to give you a little bit about Ricardo, um, I've known Ricardo for, gosh, a long time because we're both Austinites and we've done yes. a lot of work together. Uh, yes. One of the more charitable people I have met uh, in my experience of working uh, the metaphysical field out of Austin, Texas. But Ricardo is a master cuandero, but he's also a psychic, a very good reader. Uh, he's a teacher of various levels. And right now, uh, or and, and for the last several years, he's been the owner and president of the Texas School of Curanderism. Uh, I didn't get that right. Curanderism. Yes. Uh, yes, we'll get that right. And he holds a bachelor's <laughs> degree in uh, metaphysical science. He's been in the metaphysical community for 36 years. He's been one of those people that's been a psychic all of his life. You know, the, the weird kid that sees ghosts in his house and seeing them behind his father and telling dad, wait, you right. got somebody strange behind you. I know. And that turns around and goes, who, 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 <laughs> but, but you know, what you have to understand with the Hispanic culture is the more accepting of that type of stuff and recognize that that's a way of life and it's a way of coindesimal. But um, Ricardo is involved in many things from the metaphysical community for six, Central Texas, such as a metaphysical instructor, Cuandero, socket medium, master of Reiki, event producer, and mentors, teachers of those who want to learn modalities in the metaphysical world, which you've been doing ever since I've known you. Yes. 12, yes. 15 years ago. Yes. Um, and you can get in contact with Ricardo uh, at his website called FindingYourLifePath.com. Um, and uh, welcome to the show, Ricardo. Well, thank you very much, Bart. I hope you're doing good, and I hope all your guests are doing well. I know we're going to have a very good conversation of what the topic is today. And that's talking about curanderismo, which I think is a great thing that we need to talk about. Indeed. And so can you just, you know, not everybody knows what curandismo is. So can you just begin by what everybody? <laughs> sure. I could give you a little bit of history. Um, curandismo, or it's basically it's Spanish for cure. And what it actually is, it's a modality that's been going on for thousands of years. It did start in the actual Latin community, mostly in Mexico. And what it basically was is that there was a group of people that would get ill, uh, sick as a common cold or maybe the flu, or there would be something along that way. These people needed medical help. 
So it took him about a good four, five, six hours to travel from the middle of nowhere to go to a local city or a lo local community to get the help. But as time progresses, it never really did occur. So they had to find modalities in order for them to get themselves taken care of or cure gula. And they, there was a group of men and women who would try to find out ways that they can actually do to get these um, ailments or this healing done. As time progressed, people started going like, well, there's got to be something that we got to do on ourselves or at our homes without tra traveling two, three days for a medical doctor. So there was a community of people that came together and they started learning different things that they can pull from their yards or maybe from candle works or maybe spiritual work that they can actually cure whatever needed to be cured. Now, as time progressed, the development of this kind of cure, cura, was actually taking place because people knew that there was natural ways of taking care of a human body instead of actually going and traveling somewhere in order for them to get that process happen. As we move forward, as the Latin community grasped it, whether you lived in, in Spain or you lived in Mexico or maybe you lived in Brazil or Chile, they all came with these methodologies of really curing what needed to be taken care of, such as the common cold. Of course, we know very well that it can be taken care of naturally, but these curanderos and curanderas would actually try different methods in order for them to cure the common cold. That's including a flu or sometimes a little bit more worse, like a broken leg or a broken arm. So these people, the society came together and they knew very well that they had something in their backyard, their kitchen, maybe their home, maybe in their bedroom that they could put together to actually help and heal that person. Heal, cura, take care of. So these methodologies have traveled from generation to generation and they have learned and they have become more developed, more cured, more whatever the situation is. And this is where these methods have come through. Nowadays, the, the, the actual modern-day curandero or curandera, the curer, the spiritual curer, puts a different uh, twist on different things. They will put in spirituality, maybe some kind of spell, or maybe there's something they could grab from their kitchen or their yard or their garden that actually can help the individual. We have learned that about 95% of the actual healing that an individual has is spiritual encounter. So we know a very good curandero and curandera will actually tie in those spirits or whatever the situation to really cure the problem. And yes, there's different things that we do in different situations for us to get that taken care of for the person. So even though you might think of, or sometimes people understand, why do you light a white candle? We understand that you, as you have to cure the physical body, you also have to cure the spiritual body. And that's why we find that it's an important of candles. Candles have been around for thousands of years. And many religion rites and many people have grasped that kind of concept. So, and so, concept so, so, care of. so the so the white candle uh holds the energy of spirit to evolve, like it becomes an entity in itself of transformation. Correct. But, but also the curandero energy and the person that is the patient, so to speak, holds 
a part of that embodiment that's held in the candle. That's correct. So what we do is we light the white candle because the white candle will take up things uh, taken care of in the spiritual level. But what we'll also do is take the negativity from the body because we believe that if you are you are ill or there's something wrong with you, it's more of a negative vibration that is attacking your physical body. But we feel that it's a mental, spiritual situation that will cure that problem. Because as a curandero or curandero, we believe that you can get cured if you include spirituality or something from the actual garden or something from the kitchen or in spirit that will actually help to cure that physical body. Like, let me give you a quick example. If yes. anybody, if your audience or yourself or somebody around you has a problem with their right shoulder, a lot of people have shoulder problems. And what we believe in curandero, curanderismo, that means that you're carrying too much problems. It has nothing to do with the physical body. The physical body is the, the monitoring telling you, hey, hey, you got a problem. Take care of the problem. So the physical body tells you that you've got to take care of that situation or that problem. As curanderos and curanderas, we identify that. So we bring a methodology and so we can actually heal, heal your shoulder problem. And in reality, it's the too much problems that you're carrying on. Yeah. How many, how many mothers, I mean, thinking about all the people I've worked with as a shaman, seeing these mothers come in and that right shoulder is kind of slumped mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and they're saying how much pain they're in, in with that. And, and it's just exactly what you said. Yes. All of this is an actual problem to carry. We as curanderos and curanderas have learned that whenever we see a physical problem happen with an individual, there has to be something on the mental level that is causing the problem. So we look at it. We ask our clients, have, do you have this problem or that problem? And yes, about 80% of the time people go, no, 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 there's nothing going on with my world. And then five minutes later, they're like, well, <laughs> well I've got this problem. And we talk about it and then we find cures for you, cures, cures. And then once you get the cures out of the way, then we figure out that the shoulder problem is the actual body physically telling you you got to take care of that situation that's going on with you. As curanderos and curanderas and shamans, we all understand that there is something of incurement on a spiritual base that needs to be taken care of. And that's why we do the work that we actually do. And this is a tradition that's been going on for thousands of years. It is nothing new. Yes, and I want to ask that question a little more in detail, but before we do... I just want to tell the audience that if you have a question for Ricardo, and that could be even a health issue or just something you're curious about, join the chat and send us a message. Or even mm -hmm. if you just want to say hi, say, hey, uh, that's great, too. Um, so um, let's go into the history a little bit deeper, because, you know, you know, when we think of the Kulindero, we think of it as if it's, its links with the Roman Catholic Church, but mm -hmm. also with Mexico. And, you know, it may have some links with Africa and the voodoo, just teeny. 
but can you just kind of give some distinctions about all of what that is? Uh, okay. Curanderismo, what we do is we add a bunch of, of different styles from different either spirits, religions, different parts of the world. And we actually put those traits into what we do. Yes, it was so funny when I was doing the studying about learning the historic part of actually being a curandero. I found out that about 70% of the people in this are tied to Catholicism, which I found very interesting and fascinating. And I, as I did more studies, as I saw in the Europe, the Latin countries, and also America, they embraced several of those traditions from religion, and they placed them in curanderismo. Because we know very well that a healing oil, which is very Catholicism that comes through, and also Buddhas and people in that indigenous style use oils in order for them to actually heal an individual. As curanderos and curanderas, as we learned our trade, more and more we saw that as time progresses, those oils were very important for the curing of the human body, no matter if it was a mental or emotional state. So we incorporated that and placed it into our craft. And then as time progresses, we develop more of the skills of actually using the oils. And what's the base for it? We learned like you could get, you can actually make a lavender oil. And the lavender, of course, everybody knows, it's about de-stressing or actually calming yourself down. So when we were using either grapeseed oil or olive oil and placed a tablespoon of dried lavender, Mixed it very well for about five or ten minutes and then rub it on the mind, on the body or the soul, or maybe the hand, the foot, the leg. We knew that it was a calming situation. So I would have people come to me and they would have bad knees. So I would actually, of course, ask them the question, which knees hurting? And then I would rub the oil that has the lavender in it, which actually calmed the nervous system of the body. But then it also helped me to work with the spiritual and mental of the situation and see what's really going on. So, so, so in a situation like that, you might also be perceiving, that's the word I like to use, like feeling into that person and feeling another reality that that knee is connected to. And Right. Uh, true. Now, the right knee means that you are resisting of moving forward. The left knee means that you're still holding on to the past. Hmm. So if you have a right knee problem, there's a resistance there of moving forward. Maybe you're scared. Maybe you don't want to move forward. Or maybe something in your life is making you fear to move forward. If your left knee hurts, that means you still have the resistance and you're holding on to something for your past that you refuse to let go. Mm. Now, the lavender oil that I described earlier, that will kind of smooth the pain of the knee, which then will smooth the nervous system or the mentality thinking of what your problem is and what's going on. Even if it's something like an addiction, and that can be addiction to work or, or even to drugs or alcohol, but you know, the varieties are there. And that's of, often what is the hardest for people to to let go of is like i'm so intertwined with this um repetitive behavior that i can never let go i can never let go of sugar or uh bread or whatever this you know pattern is 
And thus the body creates a pain as a reminder. That's correct. That is so true. And that's what it actually is. So us as curanderos and curanderas, we actually ask our clients, so tell me what's going on in your life. Why, why are you resistant? And of course, people go into the attack mode and they go into the resistance that they do not want to talk about. it. But as time progresses, the more and more you heal them, the more you calm them down, the more they will tell you, this is what my problem is. Because something that we, we learned in curanderismo as not being curious, we learned that about 90% of your problems are mental. So if you feel that you have a problem or situation, the mentality which get in the way. We also advise as curanderos that we are, or in this curanderismo, is something that is spiritual based, such as fear, anxiety, depression, madness, hurt, and even love can hurt. Mm. You know, so people can see it in different ways and different modalities. Our work and our craft is to try to figure that out and help that individual to kind of break loose of what's going on or maybe see what needs to take place. and Or maybe really face them and put that mirror in front of their face and say, this is the problem. This is you. <laughs> it <laughs> always is us. Yeah, it is Darn. <laughs> I know, exactly. Come on, people, come on. So as yeah. good at that is we kind of learn these traits and these ideas. And, you know, this is... This is generational. It's been passed on from generation to generation of the traits and what to do and what not to do, how to do it, what needs to take place, and the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. So this is our job. Uh, and, and, and for you, it's I would imagine it's like a constant reminder in your own personal work to keep confronting your own limitations and what you know you have developed in your own shortcomings and deflects a character as we all have them. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that gets off of this planet totally clean and scot-free. Uh -huh. And that's really good to remember. But the more you're uh, clear, it just, you, you're almost like a channel of trust because your resistance. Correct. Is Correct. there. Correct. And that's hey, Melinda. And that's something that you have to learn as time progresses as you put things together. A curandero and curandero has been doing this for centuries. Um, I think that this value or this type of healing has gone on for more than a thousand years. And it was developed by farmers, people that in the middle of nowhere and they couldn't get access to clean water or they couldn't get access to a doctor or maybe a medicine man or a medicine woman. So they have to come up with something that they can cure whatever the problem and situation is. And yes, many of these farmers have these big farms with a lot of herbs and they have a lot of fruits and vegetables. And of course, they, they grew their own livestock. So they knew very well that they can use those natural products in order for them to heal somebody. And the crap continued as time progresses. Sometimes a farmer would learn this curanderismo very well and it would get out in the neighborhood or in the areas and the regions that they live. So people will come for the cures or for the actual helping of whatever the situation is. So as time progresses, these developments took place and people studied these people because they knew that, you know, they knew something like thyme would actually uh, heal sore throats. You know, so as time progresses, they learn these traits and these people came to these people to see how to take care of a sore throat. 
Yeah. Or, or maybe they knew very well the rubbing of lavender to with oil can actually cure some ailments or things in a uh, way. One thing that we do in our school, and we have done it, is we teach a class on how to work with comfrey, which is an actual plant, plant that takes pain away from the physical body. So, so you're talking about comfrey, C-O-M-F-R-E-Y? Yes. Okay. There's a way that you can actually develop that in order for you to create like a, or a rub, something along that way. You can rub it on the part of the body that hurts. And within 15 to 20 minutes, it does take the pain away. Wow. So we teach those classes in order for us to actually help people to try to cure whatever needs to be done. That plant grows naturally in my backyard. Oh, have well, a large backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I know. And it's kind of like, well, I started it by having a comfrey plant and now it's always popping up all over my yard in various times. Good. I always thinking about it as a reminder, as you said earlier, we have to pay attention to the plants in our backyard because they may have something to offer to us. Correct. That is true. And, we learn to use those products. Yeah. So, so maybe also there's a message to me. All my pain has an, has an answer. You know, it's available to me to find that answer and solution. That's true. You know, it's, it's an attitude adjustment. That's true. That's true. As curanderos, we have, or curanderos, we have learned that 90% of the problem that people have is mental. It is yes. not physical. The physical is your body yelling at you, saying you need to take care of the problem. Yes. Because, and also, because there's a connection with remember. the earth. Yes, connection with the earth. Keep in mind, spirit will tell you, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. But what do we do as humans? And we don't listen. We do it anyway. <laughs> we do it anyway, right. So what happens then our physical body starts kind of yelling at you saying take care of it take care of it and if you don't take care of it here we go with the body ache the body pain the back ache the leg ache the arm ache the hand ache the headache and the list goes on and on it's because the physical body saying you should have taken care of it yes you know? and, and, and so this is a great lesson for all of us too whenever we have pain whenever we have these things that are discomfortable that keep coming back we should be asking questions like, what is this trying to teach me? What is the pain warning me to? And should I have somebody that's going to help me on an emotional level with it? Correct. Correct. And that's why people run to shamans or curanderos to actually help them to figure that out and see what really the problem is. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. And, and, you know, just to bring this up again, it, it feels like it's also a path that the earth has all of our answers and that our connection to the earth is a part of the solution to our emotional problems. That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. That mother, mother Earth is such a valuable tool that we have. And Mother Earth really can help and take care of this. There was a study that I did uh, many years ago when I was actually developing my craft and doing things that I'm doing. It was so funny. Here at the University of Texas in Galveston, they actually have people who have crossed over naturally. So they, they receive about 1,000 bodies per week. 
And what these scientists do and these um, future doctors, they actually open up these bodies. But they notice that these people who died of natural causes, they have tumors, they have heart attacks, they have back pains, they have issues. But yet, when you will look at their medical file, nothing. It was a clear bill of health. Now, that tells you right there that your physical body can take care of itself if you treat it the way that you need to treat it. So everybody mm. in the study was actually scratching their heads is how can this person buy of natural cause at the age of 98, but yet when they opened it up, they had the heart attacks, the tumors, the bad legs, the back pains, but nothing occurred in any of the medical records. That tells you right there that on a spiritual, emotional level, on a very natural level, you could take care of yourself and Mother Earth takes care of you. We just don't listen. That's all that happens. Mm. We just don't listen. <laughs> so Indeed. I have learned now when my back goes out, I go, oh, okay, what's going on with me? What, what, what's taking place? What do I need to correct? What do I need to fix? You know? So so you're a teacher of uh, curanderism, and I know I don't say that right, of uh, the mm -hmm. Texas School of Curanderismo. curanderismo. So do you teach people to get in touch with the earth or get in touch with themselves as part yes. of your teachings. Yes. yes. In our teachings, in our school, what I have done is I've opened up this school because a lot of the next generation or newer generation want to learn something about curanderismo. It is a trait that we feel that is starting to lose track because the next generation really doesn't look at it that way. But we're also recognizing and noticing in the last 10 years, people are going back to the good traditional ways of doing things because they really do work. You know, taking, uh, drinking um, thyme tea and mint tea and cinnamon really do work. So what I did is when I opened up my school, I thought that I had many of those modalities that were taught to me by my grandfather. And I have a lot of great mentors also. And I said, why don't I put a school together? Because people are asking for this information. So what I'm doing is I'm teaching natural ways of healing the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual body. So in the school, you learn different modalities that will help you to kind of ease some of those pains or cure that problem, or maybe look at things in a different way that you never thought you could. So this is really bringing that modality in, in order for you to actually come forward. In this school, we take you step by step. We teach you what we think that is right. We also look at the positive side of everything, but we have no problems in looking at the negative side of things. Because sometimes you have to dip on the negative side to see what's really holding you back to see what's really in your way, to see why your shoulder still hurts after dealing with it for three to four years. You know, we, 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 we got to take you there sometimes, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. It, it was that fight that you got into back in 1989, you know, you never let it go. God. Well, now you got to let it go. Okay. It's many years ago. <laughs> you got to let it go. Yeah, I'm always working on releasing all of these traumas I, I gathered in, in in junior high myself. <laughs> it's always the place I never want to go. But yes. when I muscle test and ask, well, you know, where does this trauma go back to? It's like 
13 years old. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and, yes back and again. I've also noticed that a lot of people that I work with, a lot of clients that come through, it is something from their childhood or it's something that they grew up from. Or maybe uh, they got into a fight with a sibling when they were 18 years old, you know, and it's still lingering on. Indeed. You know, and, and sometimes you got to let it go, but there's methodologies that can help you to get that and move on from that. And yes, this is wonderful stuff. And, and today we're, this is Bart Sharp with Becoming Quantum Conscious at United Public Radio and UFO Paranormal Radio, um, 107.7 and 105.3. And you can also see us on Roku, on cable television, that is, uh, on the UPRN website. Facebook, YouTube, and other internet platforms. Or if you're in the New Orleans area, just plug us in on 107.7 or 105.3 and listen to our guest today, Ricardo Gonzalez, um, psychic of over 35 years. Really, you're not 35. You're a little bit older than that. So That's he's yeah. been a psychic all of his life. <laughs> he's one of those those types. Um, but he's also the owner and president of the Texas School of Curandesmo Curandesmo out of Austin, out of Austin Texas. Texas. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> you got it. And um, I just wanted to ask a, a curious question. What is... Uh, vinegar and apple cider vinegar, why is that such a special healing remedy? It seems to apply to so many things. Yes, so, that's true. When that, that when that curement or that liquid was actually cured, it was really to take care of, of heartburn. That was the original behind it. Wow. But the people were finding out that when they wherever they would take that, diluted in a glass of water, about two tablespoons up, it would actually take care of other problems or situations, such as soreness of muscles, digestive systems, um, heartburn. Sometimes it would also help with the liver or maybe something of ingestment that you did. A lot of people have been having that for a very long time. And it also is great for your skin. So, as time progresses, we learn that not only was it good for heartburn, but it can also cure some other things. Some people actually take it on a daily basis and some people once a week. I always tell people that if you find something of natural in order for you to cure yourself in some way, measure your body. Some people can handle it once a week. Some people can handle it once a day. Some people yeah. can handle it once every four days. Wow. You've got to find whatever your rhythm is in order for you to cure and take care of what needs to be taken care of. And I was recommended when I had shingles, mm -hmm. they were starting to surround my uh, trunk area. And of course, if shingles make the whole way around your body, you die. So that was a little bit of concern for me. And so I had, uh, let's say, two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, organic apple cider vinegar. And then I sprayed it on my uh, body five times a day. So two, two oral, five topical. And my shingles started going away within 24 hours and were completely gone within a week. Uh, no medications needed. Um, it's amazing stuff. And which brings me to another question. This okay. is a very personal question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have in your home that you find as valuable medicinal uh, 
products that, you know, aren't, aren't prescription or aren't from the medical company. Okay, no problems. There's two items that I have constantly in my home and I really work with them in a lot of ways. And is yes, you can find it in the good old kitchen. One of them is honey. Honey is a very good curement for the actual body, especially those people who might be diabetic. Maybe they have digestive problems, or maybe they have an irritation of the actual uh, the actual stomach. Did you know that you can also dilute honey in warm water, and you can rub it on a pain or a sore that you have on your body? It would actually cure it naturally. Now, one thing that I always tell people whenever you find honey, make sure that it's local from whatever region that you live in or whatever part of the country you live in. Because the local one actually has a lot of bases that really works with your body good. We all get adopted or adapted to the place that we live. And because where we live, if you pick up the honey that is local, it will work faster, quicker, and really cure you more faster than what you think. The second item that I have in my home and I have constantly of is cinnamon. I have it as a powder form and I also have it as a stick. Did you know that if you are a business owner and you want to increase business, take a cinnamon stick and burn it in your home? That will increase the vibration of spirituality and positiveness where more business will come to you. You can also boil cinnamon sticks within your home and that will bring up an abundance type of situation in your home. All you have to do is get a pot or something along that way, put about two cups of water, bring it to a boil, stick about two sticks of cinnamon and just let it simmer for about 30 to 40 minutes. That raises the vibration to your home. Another thing you can also do is take the cinnamon, cinnamon powder and blow, go outside your front door and blow it in your home. What you're doing is you're bringing health, abundance, cash, positive people, positive environment, just by doing that. You take, and make sure you take it from your right hand, not the left. You want it to go forward. You don't want it to go backwards. Left is back. Right is forward. So those are the top two things that I have in my kitchen. I can never go without them. I've had them wow. for as far as I can. And they really do work very well. Wow. Do, do, do people, that's, that's great stuff. And and also just anybody in the audience that has questions for Ricardo, put them on the chat and get his advice. Uh, this is a wealth of information he offers. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to like, let's just say uh, we'll, we'll, we'll test the psychic or something. I don't know <laughs> okay. what you call it. Ask the coach. That's it. Okay. Uh, if I wanted to create a relationship out there with somebody that's positive that I'm having problems with or that I want a good relationship to go on that I don't know. Could you give me some advice on that uh, with that? Because part of this is creating a positive vibration for something to come into your life as part of Kuandesarismo. Yes. Uh, you know, so you're, you're basically, building the energetic spirit of you and your universe to have a certain intention. 
Correct, correct. Now, let me, since we're around the corner from Valentine's, one of the biggest things, and a lot of people come for me, is love. That's one very important thing that we all want. But let me tell you a key component that I've learned as being a psychic, being a curandero, and working with multiple of people per, that I do per day. And the number one that I think that I tell to people, if you really want true love in your life, the first thing you have to do is create self-love. Because if you want true love, if you want the right person to come into your life, if you don't have that self-love, the right person will never come to you. Now, let me go a little bit more spiritual, a little bit more deeper. One of the things and key components of why people cannot find that love is because they're still hurting from a previous love. And that could have been somebody you fell in love with or had a mental crush when you were 10 years old. It could have been somebody that you met at 21. It could have been somebody that you have a big old heart that you carry at the age of 35. If you don't let go of those, the real people, will, the real person that needs to be in love will not come to you. So you really have to develop the self-love and let go of that past love. Because without that, you will always struggle with your love. It will never come to par. Now, if you could get all that cured, and the way that we learned is there's a tea out there called love tea. You can find it in grocery stores. You can find it at health food stores, and it's called love tea. I've got a bunch of it here in my home. And what you do is you actually drink that tea for seven days in a straight row. But while you're doing that, you're telling the universe on a mental, emotional level, I want love. But then you start describing the kind of love that you want. Do you want this person to be happy, content, lovable, sincere, faithful, trusting? So these are the thoughts you go through for seven days in a straight row as you actually drink this love tea. If you cannot find it, then look for tea. It's called rose hip. Hmm. You can actually get rose hip and you could do the same kind of pattern. Once you complete all that, then there's something that I tell people, and it works 98% of the time. You take a piece of paper, and with a black ink pen, you write down what type of person that you want. And you put as detailed as you can. Do you want them to be faithful, curious, honest, funny, sincere, open-minded, educated? You name all the characteristics you want to be individual and be honest with yourself. Then once you do that, you fold the paper towards you because you want it to come to you and you place it in a Bible. Yes, if you don't have one, go get one. There you can find them all over the place and place it in your, in your uh, bookshelf out of your home once you complete that and leave it alone. And what happens within 60 to 90 days, that person will come into your life without you wow. even trying, because you ordered it by the universe. But the number one key component that I have with a lot of people that come to me that they want love, I said, if you don't develop that self-love, you will never get the right person in your life. You could try and try again, and you could think, and you could do everything in your power to bring a person in. But if you don't have that self-love, that person will never come into your life permanently. Wow. And remember people, one thing that you gotta keep in mind, and a lot of people are losing this track. If you date, it's to marry. 
Keep that in mind. And a lot of people date like crazy, but they don't go beyond what needs to happen. But the reason for dating is to get married. So these are some of the great things that can have by a curandero is telling you that these are some of the things that, that work. In the 36 years that I've been doing this work, I have told these people these secrets of really bonding to love. And about 90% of the people come back to me with wedding invitations to some great weddings that I see <laughs> out there because they saw what their value was. They saw their mistakes. They saw what they needed to do. And once they corrected it all, they got the true love of their life to come in. And they're mm -hmm. now living happily ever after. And that's such a wonderful story. And, and the point being is that this is a manifestation for a deep love. And I was, I wanted to ask you, well, well, why do you put it in a Bible? But now the answer is quite obvious that that matrimony is in the same value system as what the Bible teaches. Correct. Correct. And if you want that person to come into your life by placing in the Bible, it's spiritual base. Mm -hmm. It is God sent. It is Mother Mary. It is any deity that you believe in. Because you're telling them, can you help me so you could get that person into my life by doing so? Indeed. And then they start taking the spiritual adventure and spiritual case so they could take care of it for you. And I promise you, I've had a lot of clients to me. And about 98% of the time, they all come back to me and say, oh, my God, they're exactly the way that I want. They're doing exactly what's happening. And here's a wedding invitation. You're going to a wedding this summer. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess I am. But yeah. it really does work. It really, really does work. And I've seen this happen over and over again. And people are very satisfied and happy with the situation. So mm -hmm. if you're ready, now one thing you have to add in this equation, are you ready? A lot of people say that, yeah, I want love in my life. But I always ask them, are you ready? Because once you mm -hmm. ask for the right person that you want, you got to go full force. You cannot go back. You cannot tell yourself, well, maybe in May or maybe <laughs> maybe next year or maybe maybe when I lose 20 pounds, you know. No, <laughs> that magic going, it goes. Okay. Yeah, so it, it goes back to some of the things you've been really saying is be clear in what you want. And if you're not clear in who you are and what you want to be creating in your life, you're going to create obstacles. Correct. And uh, also your self-love is the impetus of all your power. Correct. Correct. And I promise you, and you're right, very right, Bart, you know, uh, in the lessons that I've learned, the things that I teach, if you don't have that internal self-love, you will not get everything that you want. When you put that mm -hmm. self-love within your life, you get everything that you think and manifest and every abundance and the right person will come into your life and you will do the right job and live in the right home and eat the right foods. If you don't give yourself that self-love, you're not going to have any of that. Yes, people yeah. try and try again. And I see them try and fail and try and fail and try and fail. And they come to me and they go, well, why? I don't get it. I said, well, what do you think about yourself? And they look at me puzzled. And they look at me like, what? <laughs> what do you mean by that? What do you think about yourself? And they're, they're, they're puzzled when I ask them that. You know, if you don't put that 
self-love and that truism in, in you and you, you really don't have that I don't have that fear that that love life is going to come in or that I can make a million dollars or I could go buy my five-bedroom house or drive that fancy car. You know, if you don't have that self-love, none of that is going to be well worth it. None of that. So true. And as you mentioned before, with the white candle bringing in spirit, when you hold that candle and you're making the invitation for spirit to come in, you're actually connecting your own love to that candle. Correct. It's correct. part of the magic. Correct. Spirit's working with you through the candle. Spirit, because the way that it connects, you have the flicker of the flame. Now, if you think of a giant tri triangle that goes from the top and it shoots up, the point of that triangle goes into the universe. So when you work with the candle, the triangle goes out, works. The point of that triangle is shoots into the universe. And what you ask for in heart and mind and body and soul goes into the candle. And the candle goes and use, uh, uses and asks the universe, this is what you want. And then they start relaying and doing what needs to happen for you to make it happen. Indeed. Mm -hmm. I, I did this with somebody that I truly loved. And I think, I think you met her a long time ago. We're not telling our age in this one. <laughs> and we were having a conflict and, and I think she was considering on uh, breaking up with me and I wasn't ready for that. So I did light a candle, but I just felt all the love I had for her and all the love that I generated in that union. And I lit that candle and said, you know, please help me. You know, can we connect and create faith with this because this wasn't something I could outthink. It wasn't about sending her flowers or, or apology. I had to give her her time to consider the situation. Mm -hmm. That's true. And the candle was my power to pull that together. And um, yeah, we stayed together. Yep. And see, if you act, and one thing that I've learned in being a curandero, if you allow spirit to do its job, Spirit will do it for you. If you wow. allow spirit to do its job, spirit will do it for you. But we don't. We're, we're, we're control freaks. <laughs> we have to <laughs> hold on to the process. You know, yeah. we, have to, we have to beg and say, why me, Lord? Why me? You know, <laughs> you know. It, but yeah, it, it goes back to you got to be clear in what you want, but also be clear in who you are and a part of that clarity is I'm really sad or I'm really angry or I'm very afraid. Uh, understand that about yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And begin Makes that process. Yes. So is there anything that people who are really angry, okay. is there anything that they would, that, that they could do? Uh, could you give that any advice? Sure. Let's go with the anger. Okay, right. this is the understanding in curanderismo trade of what anger is. Anger is negative thinking about yourself. So it's right, really, you're angry. You're not angry at the person you're screaming and yelling at. You're angry at yourself. So what you're doing is you're portraying that anger onto the person or the situation. Because you're trying to control the situation. That's what you're trying to do. Anger is fear. Anger is telling yourself, I'm not worth it. Anger is really the negative thinking that you have of you. 
When you scream and yell at the person and you're so angry at the person, you're not angry at them. You're angry because they pointed out your weaknesses. And you don't want to be faced with your weaknesses. Am I right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's why you're angry. You're not angry at the person. In reality, the person you're hooping and hollering with and screaming and yelling, they really don't care. You know? <laughs> They're like looking at you like, why are you acting that way? You know, what's the problem? In reality, it's like you're 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 screaming that that emotion out because you finally got confronted that you are weak and you are wrong and you are not doing everything right. And it's hard to really look at yourself and identify that. It really, really, really is very hard. Now. We have, you know, let me give you a little quick thing that I've learned in curanderismo, and it really does work real well. And people think that I'm crazy when I tell them this, but it really works. Take a glass of ice water, one glass of ice water, and drink it while you're angry. That will calm you down. Wow. That will calm you down. And remember, you're not mad at the person that you're mad at. You're mad at yourself because you finally encountered what your weakness is and what is really causing you problems. Sometimes when people get angry, you're not angry at the person that you're screaming you're angry at. You're angry because this happened to you at the age of 16, 21, mm. maybe 25. And you're starting to be reminded that you're that type of person. And well, that you don't want to face that. It makes perfect sense to drink the water as, as you talk about it from the shamanistic perspective is that so much of the anger is held in the gut. Mm -hmm. And when you're angry about one thing, usually five other things from your past are triggered and stimulated and contributing to the anger in the situation. And all of that's happening in your gut. Mm -hmm. It stimulates your body. It goes into your thought forms and they're just not shutting up because Correct. it's triggered by all of this repressed stuff as well as present day. So drinking the cold water just kind of quells a lot of those, all of the heat of the triggered past. Right. Exactly. So to speak. Yes. Like, uh, if, and if you get triggered by the past, this person you're screaming and yelling at or getting angry at, it's not their fault. It's something that you have not healed within yourself. You have Indeed. not taken care of that problem and situation. And you have to sit and think, did it happen yesterday, last year, maybe 10 years, maybe 25 years ago? And you haven't healed from that situation. So once you heal from that situation, the next time that comes up again, then if you're real quiet about it, you've been healed. If mm -hmm. you're not, you have not been healed. And yes. sometimes that situation comes in front of you five, six, seven, eight, maybe 10 times because you haven't taken care of the problem. You need to start taking care of whatever that's angering you. And all you're doing is you're contributing and you're taking it out on the person that is in front of you because they reminded you, they reminded you of something that hurt you many years ago and you yes. can't let it go. And the, way, and the way you speak about this is such allowance. You're not making any of the anger or the person wrong. Mm -mm. It's more like, no, the energy's there. Mm -hmm. And let's, let's encounter that that away. 
Exactly, exactly. And we can use different tonics and herbs to help you calm that so you can actually do your own emotional work. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of times people do have to have that emotional work. Like um, I had a gentleman that came to visit me maybe about three months ago. And every time, and this is so silly, but to him it was a serious situation. Every time the subject of a pizza would come up, he would get angry <laughs> over a pizza. <laughs> and people were going like, what is wrong with you? Well, what happened is at the age of 18, he wanted pizza for dinner. And his father said, no, we're not going to have pizza. So they got into a massive fight over that situation. Well, of course, time progressed. He let it go. But now the subject of pizza comes up. So it really angers him because he never dealt with his dad on that situation that happened when he was young. And he yeah. still had that alive within himself. And that's why he couldn't let it go. So until he can heal from that, a pizza will not be a problem anymore. Yeah. But also at the same time, it was a part of his life with his father, with his situation that he needed to take care of. And he yeah, it, that work. Yeah, and, and hopefully that'll return back to love. And with his father, <laughs> and maybe he'll enjoy a pizza again. <laughs> what, what's something you're missing? Um, so uh, we're coming uh, close to the end. Um, oh, and I want you to just think about some advice you would give people from a Kuandesmo perspective. Sure. Uh, okay. And before, while you're thinking about that, I'm going to just let everybody know that you are on United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network on 107.7 and 105.3 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans. <clears throat> we are broadcasting out of there, but also on the UPRN uh, network website, and you can always catch us there. But more importantly, you can catch us on Roku, on cable television, Facebook, YouTube, and various other ways, uh, uh, internet platforms. And um, my name is Bart Sharp, and this is Becoming Quantum Conscious. And next week, we have a really interesting show with Gretchen Cornwall, and she is the author of The Secret Dossier of a Knight Templar of the Sangreal, which basically means this Templar is giving away, or she's found the records of a Templar, and she's explaining the Templar's perspective uh, of, of the spiritual holy life that they lived. Um, I've been reading this book, and it's quite fascinating. So we're going to go right into that. Uh, but our guest today is Ricardo Gonzalez, and he is the owner and president of the Texas School of Cuanderismo. And you can find Ricardo at www.find, no, excuse me, findingyourlifepath.com. And that's findingyourlifepath.com uh, out of the uh, Texas School of Cuanderismo. Um so, Ricardo, what advice do you give all of our listeners today? Sure. Thank you very much. First of all, thank you very much, Bart, for this opportunity. And I really did enjoy this. This is a thousand-year-old. It's been a hoot. It has. It has. It's a thousand-year-old uh, practice, and it's been around, and I've been teaching people, and, and you really can get some good things. One thing that I do want to leave your audience and yourself is to make you aware that you can heal yourself. 
You can't take care of your problems. You can't correct a lot of things that are going on with your life. It is possible. It can happen. The thing is, you have to find ways to do it on a natural basis. We are given all the tools from Mother Earth to Mother Sky to all those of how to take care and cure yourself. In Curanderismo, we teach people on how to do that, to actually use the natural products that can help you on a mind, on the body, and a soul level. So the last thing that I really want to leave your audience and you, Bart, is keep in mind that everything is curable. You just got to find a way and actually to do that. And don't give up on yourself. I promise you, everybody has a situation or idea or thought or something they have gotten into. They just don't know how to get out of it. But me, as a, as a healer that I am, and Bart being a shaman, we know modalities that can help you in some level in some way. So keep that in mind. Everything is curable, whatever it is. Even if you have cancer and you're seeing a, a doctor for cancer treatment, you go see a cuenidero for your emotional connections and work at that level as well because you're completing that that whole part because the cancer was not created just out of the blue. Correct. It was the futility that some emotional situation or turmoil in your side of yourself could not be uh, resolved. Therefore, cancer became. That's true. That's true. And we, in Curanderismo, we learn how to deal with those types of situations and what's going on, you know, and we know that it is a mental-based challenge. Why do people who have cancer survive and they're 100% clear and everything's great? And why do people go into death because of the cancer they have? It's because of the mentality and how you hold on to it. And that's what really actually is going to help you in some way. There is methodologies. There's emotional ways to take care of it and deal with it. So you can actually get yourself cured. Yes, there is a way. There is a concept. You just got to have faith and believe in it and really get yourself out of that negative mentality to a positive mentality. And you will survive. There's many people with cancer surviving every day. You just got to find that tool. And that's good. Well, thank you so much, Ricardo, for being on the show, president of the Texas School of Curandesmul out of Austin, Texas. And yes. you can get in touch with Ricardo at findingyourlifepath.com. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Sure, no problems at all, Bart. Thank you very much. Everybody have a great day. All Remember, right. We'll stay positive, everybody. Bye. Yes. We'll see y'all <laughs> next week with Gretchen Cornwall. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.